Attention, petty criminals, sponsor alert. We are once again teaming up with Hello Adorn for all of your jewelry needs. Woohoo! Summer is officially here, and we're giving you looks that you can put on, you can leave on, you can swim in, sweat in, whatever you want to do in it. Hello Adorn's jewelry is designed and handmade in the U.S. using high-quality materials that are meant to last, never plated, hypoallergenic, and life-proof. Hello Adorn has fast shipping, easy 30-day returns and exchanges, and free shipping on orders over 75 bucks. We are big Hello Adorn fans. Shop helloadorn.com slash petty for 10% off your first purchase. That's helloadorn.com slash petty. Look great, stay petty. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hello Adorn presents Jewelry and Stuff. In this podcast, hosts and insiders Lo and Rich talk jewelry and basically everything else. From behind the scenes in the Hello Adorn studio, they get into the how the jewelry is inspired and made, as well as all of the in-studio drama. Plus, they're joined by guests they're obsessed with, including me. They laugh, they cry, and they learn. Sometimes. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. They were small, a little hairy, sort of clammy, but skinny at the top. Bienvenido de nuevo a Petty Crimes, el único true crime comedy podcast que investiga exclusivamente non-crimenes. Me llamo Griff. Me llamo Kiera. Kiera, how are you, girl, chica? What's up? Bien, bien, y tú? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to just stop it there. <laughs> how I are you over there in New York? I'm, I'm good. I'm dying to hear from our listeners how badly your accent butchered that. <laughs> I know. We'll be the first to hear it, too, when we review the episodes. And uh, yeah, it is It is what it is. I just felt compelled. I've been speaking a lot of Spanish at work. So mm. so there, Kira. Um, Griff, you asked how I am. <laughs> yes, and, I did. And, you know, for the first time, I'd like to air a grievance on this podcast. For the first time? And, okay, we're going to have to fact check that, <laughs> but... um. Sure. For the first time, you have the floor. <laughs> You're right. That's so not true. But okay. So I spent a long time in our inbox this week. <laughs> okay. Reviewing crimes. And I would like to say in a non-judgmental way, one thing that I think our listeners should know makes for a good petty crime. And that is the possibility that either party could be guilty. Yes. I cannot tell you how many of these crimes I've read where I have thought not somebody has wronged you so intensely and severely <laughs> yes. that there is no room for. So I would just invite our listeners to ponder on this. Think about it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Great. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Would I'll you- co-sign that invitation as well. <laughs> You know, the best, it's funny because our show has evolved into, I think, some kind of like kinky therapy for our listeners, which we've talked about before. But yes, the best, and you know, we love that you're writing in. Thank you for taking the time and the effort to do so. But yeah, I mean, the best chance for your crime to be selected is that, is if it's confusing, like the classic Reddit, who's the asshole, who done it. If it's a binary kind of situation and you're clearly or the other person's clearly in the wrong and there's no kind of discussion about what what your involvement was like it's good when there's like a tete-a-tete like both exactly. parties are in the wrong yes exactly and that that just uh we, t- we tend to go for those crimes because they seem to be <laughs> a little more interesting um <laughs> 
But no, very good note. You know, they give us feedback all the time. It's our turn. It's our turn to trickle that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are yeah. you, Griff? Before we jump in, I'm good. I love all of our crime submissions. Oh, <laughs> um, boo. <laughs> I'm good. I have um I had a really eventful weekend. Uh two of my best friends out here, one of whom I met when I worked as a host at Blue Plate Taco here in Santa Monica, is now married to her husband and they're soon to be moving to North Carolina from Los Angeles. So a bunch of their very close friends gathered on the beach on Saturday for like an evening and kind of into the night bonfire on the beach. And it was wow. my first time doing that in California and it was so nice. It was like pretty incredible. Beautiful. Um, so yeah, I had a lovely, I had a lovely weekend. I was also thinking of you because Drag Race released two episodes for the new All Star season, and in the second episode they did a, a SNL esque style sketch challenge. Cute. Which I thought went just okay, and it really made me realize <laughs> how hard you must be working. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Did you happen to see that? Do you want? Are, are you keeping up with drag? I was behind. I just finished the season finale of Got fifteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ugh, unreal! And unreal. Then now I'm dying to start All Stars. Perfect. I know they they keep they give us like two weeks off, and then they like shove more down our throat. Which I'll speak on behalf of all the queers we love, but like it is, it's ever present in a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But. Ooh. Um, okay, without further ado, we simply have to jump in because <laughs> okay, okay. I'm presenting today, and what I have prepared is an amuse bouche of crimes. I have okay. selected not one, not two, <gasps> but three <gasps> tiny crimes. Oh, wow. That are so cute and fun, but too tiny to get a full episode. And I thought, you know what? A la drag race. Let's just shove it down their throat. <laughs> oh my god! I will. Uh, I'll get my throat loosened. <laughs> All right. Wait. I love this. This is a really good idea. I'm excited. This is like like oh. you know when we get those emails and you're like, oh no, that's not a full episode. Mm-hmm. I've taken three of them. This is like a charcuterie board of crimes. Mm-hmm. Charcuterie love. crimes. Charcuterie crimes. Okay. Aww. Are you ready? I'm ready. My throat's open. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kira. Hi, Griff. Longtime listener. First time crime. This one happened on Mother's Day weekend. I was in an Uber heading home from the airport. My driver was a sweet older woman, 50s, 60s. She was nice. We weren't really chatting, which was fine. Cool with you? Not chatting in the Uber. Are you asking me? Oh, um, yes. I am cool with that. (laughs) Great. Great. That was the end of the crime. Perfect. Next <laughs> crime. <laughs> no. Okay. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Let the driver. Let the driver. I no, no. No. Let the let the passenger kind of dictate how much conversation you want to have. Everybody also, feel it out. Yeah. Don't be an asshole if the driver wants to talk to you a little bit. Yeah. Okay. At one point, she says to me, "Happy Mother's Day." Did I notice you're expecting? <gasps> Reader, I am not expecting. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God. We're and we're not laughing because we're laughing because it's like the, the, the sh- it's horrible. Yes, yes, we've yes, exactly. Thank you for clarifying. It is there's a reason why this has been submitted to our inbox, and yeah. that is why we're laughing. So yeah. let's just put it there. <laughs> I was wearing a baby doll style dress, so I what? actually can understand why she thought that. Like it's like empire waist under the titties and then flares out. 
I see. Okay. It's yep. kind of a maternity style. It is. Yes. Also good. Oh, I see that. Like it's an Easter-esque, Mother's Day-esque look as well. Mm-hmm. Good for brunch. Good for garden parties. Got it. But very transposable to <laughs> maternity. I didn't know what to say. And I panicked and said, yeah, I'm one or two months along. <gasps> oh my God. She just went in. <laughs> Which... <laughs> In retrospect, is not what an actual pregnant person would say because one or two months is quite a range. If I was pregnant, you would think I knew. But again, That's, I panicked. One to two months. I don't know. <laughs> you also, you wouldn't be showing. Like, that's yeah that's such a what she's she is uh flustered mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then we get to my apartment building and this sweet older uber driver insists on carrying my bag into the building into the elevator for me since you know i'm pregnant oh did this nice older woman commit a petty crime by assuming i'm pregnant and asking about it or was she just being sweet and thoughtful to wish me a happy mother's day did mm-hmm. i commit a crime by insanely doubling down? And did I further commit a crime by allowing this older woman to carry my bags into my apartment? Thank you for considering Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, non-mothers, mother figures alike out there. Love that. Yes, I'll echo those closing sentiments. Was thinking about my mommy a lot this weekend. Oh my God, I understand why this just had to be recorded. That that's This is really good. Um... <laughs> All right. So firstly, we have to, what was the first kind of line item we have to... A nice older woman inquiring about a pregnancy without being so positive. <sighs> you know, it's it's Mother's Day weekend. It's fresh on the noggin. You know, everyone or most people are celebrating. A lot of people, I should say. Um, my, my heart's telling me not guilty for oh. the like... Oh, <laughs> Do you she, think differently? She's got to be guilty. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Uh, I guess like she did it so she did it in like a really sweet way. She's a little older, so she's got like kind of that experience behind. I hear your point too. I think Ugh. I think she's a sweet sweetie. I think she's I think this woman is wonderful. I I still, it's still, you can't you can't be doing that. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I guess like I guess the way that I try, if I'm like questioning if someone is, you know, with child or pregnant, is I like, I'll increase conversation and kind of give avenues for them to work it in so that I'm not volunteering a guest and putting myself in a situation like this. So you're right, Kira. Oh my God, we have to remember to be meaner. The woman's guilty. Yeah. The Uber driver's guilty. Boom. Oh okay. my God. <laughs> and then, no, because we got to go quick. We got three crimes yep, to get yep, through. Sorry, I got to remind sorry. you. <laughs> Um, it, it, um, did I commit a petty crime by saying, yeah, yes, you did. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, I agree. <laughs> but still, I think just say, no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> and no. maybe and to your ruling of her, the Uber driver being criminal, maybe saying no and kind of shifting the f- awkwardness back to the Uber driver would prevent the Uber driver from ever doing this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then what about yeah. letting her carry the bags into the building? <laughs> Not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> based okay. on based on how it unfolded, I think that's that's kind of your that's kind of your like return on this awkward situation like you got something out of this. Fair. And you know what? There's simply no more time. We have to move on to our next crime. Moving on. We've given birth. Okay, you can give it one closing thought and then we transition. 
I think based on her acknowledgement of one to two months, uh, we've already sped through the last eight, so we're good. Yeah. Boom. Yep. We're, we're, we're with child. It's healthy. It's beautiful. And its name is uh, Petite Crimes. Petite Crimes. On to baby number two. Oh, God. <clears throat> this is like Hi, Drag Race. Hi, Kieran Griff. I have a petty crime I need judgment on. A few months ago, my boyfriend and I went out of town for a few days and needed a dog sitter. The last time we went out of town via my boyfriend's mom, we got connected to and hired a girl at a nearby college. Basically, we didn't know this girl well, but she was trustworthy. We didn't mm-hmm. have any issues or notice anything out of the ordinary that first time. But this is where the crime starts. Whenever we've had guests or dog sitters or house sitters in the past, we usually say, help yourself to anything. And we also told her we don't mind if she has a couple friends over. Oh, shit. Both both loaded uh, niceties for sure. I know, but <laughs> as somebody who's done a shitload of dog sitting and house mm-hmm. sitting, typical. Yeah, it's, yep. I, you know, I have thoughts, but let's, uh, let's save those for the end. Boom. <laughs> okay. The first time she had a friend or two over and they cooked dinner, watched movies. And then she seemed to do the same this second trip. So basically they've hired her once, no issues. Mm-hmm. Now we're on to the second time. Okay. Yep. Before our second trip out of town, we had gotten an order of Omaha steaks worth $150, Ooh. which included several different cuts of nice steaks, plus sides like baked potatoes. Mm-hmm. We we definitely planned on using them, but <gasps> hadn't gotten to it yet. My the, roommate has recently had a package similarly sent from Ohio, and it's really nice shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Help yourself to anything. Omaha steaks from Ohio? Well, I know, no, no. I'm sure they're like Ohioan steaks or what the hell ever. But <laughs> like, you know, th- that part of the country just like really prides itself in like their meat. So it was like quality, like insulatedly shipped. Griff, like prime cuts. We, we don't have the time for you to get out of the stitch. <laughs> you just questioned me. <laughs> I'm going to defend myself. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, te- I'm teasing, I'm teasing. <laughs> I like, like being teased. Okay, keep going. Woo, okay. <clears throat> I went into the freezer after the trip and noticed that pretty much all the steaks and potatoes were gone. Oh, fuck. She clearly had made a nice steak dinner for herself and her friend. Honestly, maybe more than one friend. I'm not sure. I was surprised because as someone who's been a house sitter in the past, I buy groceries and don't really get into the family's stuff unless yeah. there's something like rice, pasta, whatever. <laughs> I told my boyfriend. He also thought it was strange. We didn't say anything to her. And we haven't had her back. Uh, we don't have a trip planned, but once we do, we don't know if we'll have her back. Yeah. Also got a note, we did pay her. Yeah, okay. So That's good to know. Thoughts, Griff? Oh, thoughts are, those are, I mean, those are very loaded statements, right? Because you assume that someone will meet you halfway or, I don't know, like respect the items in your space a little bit. I was actually just over at my friend. He was house and dog sitting and he brought two of us over and we watched Drag Race and it was nice. I think we had like, I had one of their sparkling waters, but yeah, you have to, oh, she's been there before. So this is like kind of out of character mm. in a way. I mean, I I think the, I think the house sitter is pretty guilty. Yeah. You've, you've broken an unwritten code. Totally. And like more like one steak, maybe for yourself as like a, a reward, right? And you've left some for the people that bought it. 
But if it's like kind of been depleted and you shared it with your with your guest, that's a little much. I feel like it's like, okay, frozen pizza. If there's a DiGiorno, mm -hmm. make it. Yeah. I don't, but like you pretty much couldn't have picked a more expensive thing. Totally. Yeah. That's like, it's like purposeful. You know, it's like been effort. It had effort getting there. Yeah. I mean, I find, I find the house sitter very guilty. I'm not going to, I'm not going to turn away from a little guilt for the homeowners and say, I don't know. That's not guilty. That's a really nice and normal thing to say, help yourself to anything. Like it's on the person who's new to the space to kind of figure out <laughs> what is like an appropriate and inappropriate thing to take from that space. Boom. And yeah. then in terms of next steps, do we, yes. one, never hire this dog sitter ever again, two, hire her again, but tell her, be more clear about what's on or off limits. I think the latter, right? Like you, if this is the hiccup that happened, right? She didn't like throw a rager and she didn't trash your place. So it is petty. Thank you for writing it in, but it's isolated. Mm. So it's it's not worth finding someone new to bring into your space, which is a really intimate and kind of kind of scary thing to do. Yeah. So like, I think hire her back and like be more clear about not touching the fucking meats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch the dog. Stay away from the meats. If you're feeding yeah. the meats to the dog, that's a separate conversation. <laughs> or you know what would be nice? Reorder the meats and add one helping to that order and be like, hey, this is for you. XOXO. <laughs> P.S. Please leave the rest. <laughs> <laughs> that feels a little bit like, here, have a, like a penny. <laughs> I mean, the penny of a form of a prime steak yeah. is, a, is a shiny penny, Kira. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay. I like I like that method. That sounds okay. good. Okay. Are you ready for our third crime? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm exhausted. The whiplash. Woohoo. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello, Petty Crimes Pod. <laughs> I've got a story with some serious twists and turns. Oh. This one gets a bit dicey, as there are multiple points in which to deliver rulings, most of which I myself am the most guilty party. Got it. I'm really exposing my teenage self here, but I've made peace with the mistakes and I'm ready to be dragged. <laughs> let's drag this bitch. Okay, let's go. <laughs> the year's 2014. I'm a sophomore in high school. I'm friends with a guy named Keith on the football team. Okay. Big football school. Not sure if that matters. I can tell you right it now. Does. It does not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My school did not have football, so I think it's really cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. Keith clearly had a crush on me, and I knew it, but I was pretty clear with him that I just wanted to be friends. Okay. Not after horny. Be after being friends for a few months, I'm sitting in fifth period English, and my teacher approached me and says, I need to go into the hallway. When I leave the classroom, there is Keith with the entire varsity football team holding, what? A, holding a banner asking me if I would go to the winter formal dance with him. Aww. I was caught off guard, a little uncomfortable, and there were so many people. <laughs> so I said, and I quote, sure. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Later that day, I made a point to find Keith and tell him I would go to the dance with him, but I needed him to know it would just be as friends and I wasn't interested in being anything more. Mm -hmm. I also told him I wanted him to pay for my ticket. <laughs> nope, sorry. I read that wrong. Okay, okay. <laughs> I told him I wanted to pay for my ticket. Okay, got it. Yeah, that means something totally different. But then when we went to buy tickets, he wrestled my school ID out of my hands and bought mine anyway. Very sweet. 
Yeah. Fast forward to the night of the dance. We're going with a group of friends and our dates, and here is where the crime comes. My friend and I were not really having a great time, and Mm -hmm. the moment the first slow song begins, we book it to the bathroom. Yep. I know it was messed up. Lock me up, she writes. (laughs) (laughs) But when I get out of the bathroom two minutes later, Keith is, I'm sure it was more like 10, but... Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Two Keith, minutes. Two, yeah, two minutes. I'm like, you're, okay. what you're, are you doing, honey? Sweetie, you're a teenager in a bathroom. You were in there for 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keith was nowhere to be found. And he had left oh. me without a ride home. Oh, it, what? <laughs> Is that it? Is that, oh. No, it's not it. But you could give judgment here. Yeah. I mean, like, sucks to be you, girl. Like, <laughs> You lost your ride, but you like, I guess, lucked out on not slow dancing with someone you don't like and uh, who you just purposely avoided. So, you know, karma was quick. Yeah. And, and think, I'm sure your friends can find you a ride home. I, I think I, I know. I'm like, I think we're fine so far. Yeah. So far, so fine. It does remind me of like oh, how awkward asking someone to prom or a dance is. And even if it's just like platonically motivated, it's not. Mm-hmm. There's always some extra kind of color to it, which is worth talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew I kind of deserved it, but to make matters worse, the next day, when I tried to talk to Keith about what happened, he kept saying things like, I bought you your ticket, and I paid for <sighs> photos at the dance, and you wouldn't yep. dance with me, which I told him I didn't want to do, and he, then he was mm. holding it against me. You may think this story's almost over, but unfortunately, I haven't reached the worst part. Oh, man. Okay. We eventually made amends and we're back to being friends a few weeks later. Ooh, sophomore year moves fast. (laughs) (laughs) One day, Keith insisted on knowing the reasons I wouldn't date him. I said, it doesn't matter. Just respect my decision. But he kept asking for days. And after four or five days of incessantly asking why I wouldn't date him, I sort of snapped. So I typed Mm -hmm. out a list of why I wasn't interested. Yep. <laughs> I mean, she's literally just giving what he's asking. I know. I, I read this and I was aghast and I was like, no, Griff is going to love this. Yes. Uh, no, I mean, like she's tried uh, four times to kind of diffuse the situation and redirect his attention away from her. And classic kind of jock, you know, they get really intense and focused. I can uh, say that because I used to be one. You are also one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if, if this, you know, if this footballer is not backing down, give him what he wants. Boom. In the form of a letter, not what he actually wants, because you're not giving that to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't remember all the reasons, but there were 15 of them. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Most were pretty reasonable. Like, you have issues with boundaries, and I'm not allowed to date until I'm 16. Parents rule. And your rule. dick is small. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Sophomores. Boo. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. But they're writing as adults. <laughs> Some were brutal, like, I don't find you attractive, and you have anger issues, which he got kind of mad at. Ironic. (laughs) Yeah, predicted. But one of them, perhaps the most brutal, or at least the most confusing, was that he had weird hands. Whoa. I don't know why I felt the need to add that one, but it was kind of true. They were small and a little hairy and sort of clammy and sort of wide at the base, but then his fingers were skinny at the top. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like good football hands to me. <laughs> I know. They're basically being described as like mitts. <laughs> mitts, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but she's spiraling right now. She she had like probably a solid five that were probably core to Y. Mm-hmm. And then she took the next 10 to just be like, you've pushed me. You've pushed me. Yep. 
<laughs> Your hands are weird. Anyway, come to find out, when I said keep this reasons, he was at a party with the entire football team, and they all read the note and got extremely caught up on the weird hands thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For weeks and weeks following the incident, please note, I am a shy sophomore. I had complete strangers, mostly popular seniors, coming up to me in the hallway and asking me if their hands were weird, too. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I love this. This is really funny. <laughs> it's so classic. Yeah. Get right this shit. <laughs> I could have died of embarrassment, but mm -hmm. in hindsight, it's hilarious and shows me how much I've grown in expressing myself and communicating and editing in healthy ways. But sometimes mm. I still think about Keith and I wonder if he still has confidence in himself and in his hands. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully. Woo. Griff, any thoughts? <laughs> Again, it's just, it's such a, that's, this is such a good story. Thank you for not passing this over. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's hopefully, hopefully he's come into his hands and the uh, comfortability with those, but I don't, unless he's had surgery, they probably look the same as they did when he was a sophomore. So mm -hmm. that's where you have to work on the mind. Let's get, let's tick through, let's tick through the rulings. Yeah. So in terms of, Saying yes while under duress, is that a crime? No, 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 no. Like, that's like a, that's a kind of a, um, again, like kind of aggro moved. It's cute in one way, but it's also like, she's clearly shy. I doubt the jock didn't really, Keith didn't know that. And so like to bring the whole football team is cute, right? Like inviting people and having kind of some fanfare behind it is all part of the like, mm -hmm. I guess, song and dance pun intended of it. But no, I mean, like, she she panicked and it would have been humiliating for Keith to have the no in front of his whole team, more so than the letter later. But so I say, no, she's not guilty for saying no. She was she was ambushed. Totally. Yeah. I think that just like, like, quick note, when I'm mm -hmm. a parent, I think that I'm going to tell my kids like, hey, if you ask somebody out once, don't ask him again. Yep. Which I feel like that's the only thing Keith is seems not to quite understand yet. Well, totally. And this, uh, you know, and not to escalate things too crazy, but you're right. Like, especially as a guy and especially as someone who's bigger, as I assume he's on the football team, like mm -hmm. I was always I was always raised with no means no, because this is like funny how this turned out. Obviously, it's really cute, but, you know, that doesn't always happen. So you need to you need to hear no and like accept that because it's that's just her. That's her response and that's her prerogative, like respect it. So, yeah. I hear it. Yeah. Okay. And mm -hmm. then at the dance, hiding in the bathroom. Is that a crime? <laughs> yes, that's a crime. <laughs> that's a crime. I would have done the same thing, especially with the slow dance. Like I've been there. That's what I, you know what? You want a little, I'm going to admit something. Sometimes at New Year's Eve parties, when the clock is about to strike 12 and everyone kisses someone, I A, don't like kissing strangers and B, haven't had someone like romantically as literally all of our listeners know. So I, I won't go to the bathroom, but I'll like go outside up onto the rooftop and ring it in by myself. But same mentality. I'm like getting myself away from the intimacy. Fair. So, uh, but guilty. And I'm guilty for that too. All right. Um, <laughs> All right. And then leaving the dance because your date's in the bathroom. Is that a crime? And and it was the next day that he was upset with her. Is yeah. that correct? Or no, no, she ran away during the slow dance. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I don't, I think, oh, fuck. Yeah. I can't rule. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's not a crime. He dipped. Okay. And she dipped first. Incessantly asking somebody for the reasons they don't like you. Is that a crime? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> yes, based on what I said about like, you know, things escalating and, and whatnot, but like <laughs> no, it's just yes, it's it's a it's a crime. Like it's not gonna do you well. She doesn't want to do it. Like five times is too much. Like if you did it once or twice, you know, that's maybe normal, especially at that age, but yeah, the focus of this kid is remarkable. Mm-hmm. He must be a star. He must be a, he was a star player. Yeah. Yeah, like back down. Yeah. Yep. And then um typing up a list of 15 reasons why you don't like somebody including the fact that their hands are weird. Is that a crime? <laughs> <laughs> um I I have to rule no. Boom. She was like, she was really pushed into doing this. Fifteen might be a little much for like something you don't like about someone you really don't know that well, I guess. But you ask, I'll deliver. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's kind of iconic if somebody asks you five times why you don't like them, give them a fucking list. <laughs> totally, that's like three times per or three reasons for every time he's asked. So I think that kind of that kind of makes sense. Yeah, he asked for it, Keith. Yes, for it. <laughs> the hands. I have to see these hands now. I, I'm like just picturing that like, okay, wait, do you want to hear the description one more time? They were yes. small. They were small. A little hairy, sort of clammy, and were mm-hmm. wide at the base of the fingers, but skinny at the top. <laughs> oh my God. So it's like a, uh, like a, like a root vegetable of sorts. Yeah, little parts of fingers. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing uh what is the professor of like horticulture and Harry Potter? Uh Professor Sprout. I'm pu- I'm picturing a mandrake. A mandrake mm-hmm. baby. Mandrake hands. I mean, yeah, weird hands are <laughs> just weird, but like I don't know, live your life. Don't be a hand model, like do something else. Uh, hey, you know what? Or do. I, exactly. You could be There's the before a market picks. for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, this was really cute. This should be a little mini series. Well, thanks for sharing that, Kira. That was really fun. Yay. And thanks, everybody, for (laughs) writing in. See you next week. And make sure there's uh, more interesting stories. (laughs) Boo! (laughs) Hi, my name is Kelsey McKinney, and I'm the host of Normal Gossip, a show that is now back for its fourth season with Radiotopia. Normal Gossip is a show about the petty, the ridiculous, and the strange stories that surround us in the world and the way that we share those stories with each other. In the top half of the show, Normal Gossip investigates how gossip functions in the world and how we use it for good, for evil, and for neutral. The stories are sent in by listeners, anonymized, and retold to a guest who is asked to weigh in on the actions, beliefs, and decisions made by the people in the stories. We have a great time on this show, and if you love mess, please come join us. Okay, it's time for a little criminal or minimal. We're very excited that we have Amelia with us. Amelia, welcome to the pod. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Amelia, tell our listeners about yourself. I'm Amelia, a Gemini. Um, (laughs) I I am a podcast co-host as well for the Holy Hour podcast with one of my best friends, Liz. Um, I'm a TikTok creator doing mostly like dating app content. Uh, and I love both of you. 
<laughs> so <laughs> that's about it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has there been a more perfect intro? I don't I don't think so. Um, I think we're gonna we'll have that on every single one of our episodes, regardless <laughs> of your presence. Um wait. Amelia, quickly tell our listeners what the holy hour is about. The quick, uh, the quick pitch of it. Yeah, will. it is a um, sex-positive dating podcast. Just it's turned to kind of not even kind of. It's a, a lot of discussion about mental health and just sex positivity and mm-hmm. dating and everything, all the ugly and beautiful stuff that goes into all of those things. That's Hell awesome. Yeah. We're notoriously sex negative here, so this will be. <laughs> This will be pretty. Uh, this will be a novel experience. No, the crossover of a century. <laughs> Sex. Well, perfect. Do it or don't. <laughs> That's Criminal. <funny>. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's jump in. Uh, Amelia, criminal or minimal? Saying please after a command. For example, pass my phone, please. <sighs> minimal. Why? I want to say minimal just because I feel like some people are doing their absolute best (laughs) to be polite. And sometimes, you know, as they're getting used to that um, new uh, piece of their lives, Mm. they might be like, please, you know, at the end. And it feels like in a lot of instances, it's probably uh, well-intentioned. Boom. Yep. Got it. Got it. It's giving me uh, the Roy's from Succession and how they kind of command people. They've been taught <laughs> to put a please at the end, but they're still barking commands. <laughs> it's it's a ma- it's giving man adjusting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. But at least they're adjusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, criminal or minimal? Blocking your boss on your days off on social media. Minimal. <laughs> Absolutely minimal. I think there are some people that have bosses that are like a little bit too involved. And, mm-hmm. you know, if it's your day off, you get to do whatever the hell you want to do. Unless you're like doing some criminal things <laughs> <laughs> that could like get you fired. Like just do whatever you need to do to just unplug and have a good time. I think minimal. Yep. Uh, criminal or minimal submitted by Sarah. Talking on the phone while checking out. At a store. Oh, oh gosh. I, you know, I want to say criminal because I uh, I have fallen victim a lot to thinking someone's talking to me when they're on the phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. You know, that happens a lot in like Ubers. You know, someone will say something to me and I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. blah and they're like, they're on the phone. Um, <laughs> so, you know, from personal experience and just with the ch- with the um, person at the check stands, uh, best interest in mind, the cashier. Um, I love that word got lost. Um, the cashier <laughs> in mind. Um, I want to say I want to say criminal. Yep. Yep. I was on the phone with my mom for Mother's Day and I was checking out at Whole Foods just quickly. I was on my way to something and I felt like such an asshole interacting with the um, what you call the person at the check place. Clerk? Um, yeah, the clerk. <laughs> the clerk. <laughs> I, didn't, like, I was answering her questions about like, do I need a fork? Do I need a napkin? And my mom was getting confused. It was just, I should have just put things on mute, which I ended up doing. So I hear you. I hear you on that. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's a tough one. All right, Amelia, I've got a very important one that has not been asked by anyone, but we need to know your stance on because it's part of our 
are the fabric of this show. Criminal or minimal, Amelia? Crocs. <gasps> I I am like a new like croc apologist. <laughs> Hear me out. No, Hear me out. I would have said if you were talking to me like two years ago, I would say criminal. Now I want to say the smallest, idiotiest, bittiest, minimal. <laughs> what's changed? What's changed in those two years? I tried them. Oh, exactly, exactly. I looking at them, criminal, and like lock me up. I agree. But like you put those bad boys on and like your your outlook on all footwear changes permanently. <laughs> exactly. Those they are so comfortable. You get to put the little one of those called giblets. Gibbets. Yep. Gibbets. Giblets. Why would they call it that? <laughs> Gibbets. You get to make them whatever you want them to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just like they're they're a beautiful thing. And I, I, I've recently, I've recently subscribed to the cult. Amelia, I have a question for you. If, if Crocs were a sex act, what, (laughs) what sex act would they be? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is a good question, Kira. My answer is going to be a little conflicting um, with my answer to criminal or minimal. uh, But like, I feel as though Crocs are like a really sad, disconnected missionary (laughs) (laughs) like it feels it's giving um gets the job done um but has no passion and that's how i feel about crocs crocs with gibbets though Mm -hmm. i feel like would be um like a like a passionate but still sort of disconnected missionary yep so it's like it's giving utility yeah yes Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh uh-huh it's functional (laughs) yep functional at best I see them as very versatile, which I identify as. And just, you know, the strap down, the strap up, it really changes the expectation of what you're getting when you slip in it. I hadn't even considered the the strap because that changes it from sport mode to casual. Not, to yeah. casual. <laughs> you better get those words right. Oh my God. Between this, between this and cashier, I'm really, I'm, I'm <laughs> striking out today. Um, okay, Amelia, so... so- yeah, you're so perfect. We have, a, we, have a croc, we have a croc stand. Okay, that's all I need to hear. Happy yeah. to be here. Happy to join. And we're happy to say we love you too. Thanks for coming on, Amelia. Check out The Holy Hour wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready to dive into the world of the juiciest rivalries out there with my new show, Fierce Rivalries. I'm Delta Work, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kelsey Padgett. We'll take you from heated battles over trivial things to bizarre fights that span generations, uncovering the petty and dramatic sides of people who will stop at nothing to beat their opponents. From something else in Sony Music Entertainment, listen to Fierce Rivalries on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.